0: So, um, this episode of the Transcend Health Podcast, you're joined by myself, Duncan White, whose uh, dulcet tones you'll be familiar with, um, but one uh, lovely voice that you may not have heard yet is Jackie Allenson's, the other co-owner here at Transcend, um, so she joins me now. Yes, thanks,
1: thanks and welcome to Transcend Health Podcast from the other owner of Transcend Health. <laughs> Perfect, <laughs> so... <sorry. exercise> <laughs>
0: Unfortunately, you won't be hearing the baritone soothing notes of uh, Ollie Morsley today, but he will be back soon. Um, but Jackie, the, the main reason I thought we should jump on an episode together is to perhaps talk a little bit about um, why we created Transcend, um, both as individuals and then um, maybe a bit more collectively, or yeah. how we kind of ended up sitting here today. Yeah,
1: fantastic. Well. Yeah, certainly I suppose our journey started off because we had mutual friends who thought we'd connect. Um, And and connect we did. We we certainly found a common interest in using exercise for treatment and really just loving exercise. So it's like, you know, it's a magical thing that helps people to do amazing, incredible things in their life. And uh, I think that's kind of where, summary of where it started. Yeah,
0: um, that that uh, them trying to set us up So um, <laughs> romantically didn't didn't quite uh, come to fruition, but no. that's that's where the the kind of partnership started. Yeah, um, which is always I think kind of a, amusing, and people kind of find it a bit odd. Um, but you know, at the end of the day, we we were two people with common interests. We just weren't that. They knew each <laughs> other. <laughs>
1: absolutely, absolutely, and I think. Uh, it's probably worked out for the best and I think certainly our respective partners would agree that it's definitely worked
0: out for the yeah, best. I'm, I'm damn sure, <laughs> although you'd have to ask Meg about that. Oh, <laughs> I think she likes you most days. Yeah, most days. <laughs> um, so, maybe let's, let's kick in and go with why did you become an EP or an exercise physiologist, um, and you know, how you got into exercise, that, that kind yeah. of thing.
1: Well, um, I fell into being an exercise physiologist. I started off doing a food science degree at university, and my interest in doing food science—I actually wanted to be a dietitian. Um, I was falling asleep in class in high school, and just like after lunch, I would like have lunch, and then without fail, I started falling asleep after, like after lunch, Those some um, final two periods at school. You just see my handwriting off into this little squiggle that you can't read. And I was a very studious child. I, um, nerd, I think, is a really accurate description. So this really upset me, and I started delving into what I was eating because clearly food is where you get your energy from. Um, so I got to university with dreams of being a dietitian, and uh, ended up doing food and nutrition, which is more like how, how do we create good things? And what's the new flavour of cornflakes we're going to release this year? Which is not what I wanted. So I started doing sports science electives and fell in love with that. Um, ended up pursuing a master's degree and just because I was just like this exercise stuff's amazing Like why did anyone tell me that exercise creates energy? Like what is this? We don't just burn it, but we're creating it anyway um, I I went off to Queensland to do my master's degree and Ended up working first in the mindset the healthy lifestyle coordinator and realized that Exercise physiology is really big on lifestyle conditions, not so big on how do we stop pain? So I needed to upskill, went into private practice, and just my experience of working in private practice was a bit kind of soulless that it was in a a physio clinic that their idea of exercise was come and join our Pilates class and you were part of our Pilates culture for the next seven years of your life and we're not really going to educate you about how exercise can help your pain. So I was a bit disheartened, I ended up leaving that clinic and going out on my own as a sole trader in Queensland. I uh, worked from a gym as an exercise physiologist and the, the gym manager there was actually an himself, so I <laughs> was exposed to some really good ideas as a sole trading exercise physiologist there. But um, if anyone is familiar with Brisbane, the nearest beach is like an hour and a half away, so I was consistently cancelling days of flyers to go to the beach, <laughs> um, which wasn't good, so I came back to Newcastle, started working as a sole trader, that's where I was introduced to, to Duncan through our well, my sister-in-law your friend yep. who worked together. And uh, yeah, I think that was kind of how it got started, how I got to being in Newcastle, being a sole trader and wanting to work for myself and exercise as a Yeah, exactly.
0: And at that point in time, I was, um, I was working for mm. another a clinic in Newcastle um, as well as an employee. And um, I had had a bit of a journey up until that point mm. Uh, about I would say about 18 months before we met give or take I'm not exactly sure Um, but I had had a major back injury myself and um, being a physio prior to that too um, was very dogmatic about the approaches that I used in certain ways that um, that physio perhaps should be done which you know definitely had some some strong points and Mm -hmm. gave me a great start but it kind of missed the mark a little bit. So I had a a herniated disc in my L5-S1, which then injured the nerve as it leaves the spinal cord and caused my big toe not to work. So I couldn't lift it. I couldn't um, pull my toes back uh, towards my knee, which is called dorsiflexion. Um, And I also had a lot of numbness and things around that area, as well as the raging sciatic pain um, all the way down the leg. And um, when I had that injury, I got treatment um, from some colleagues uh, where I where I was working, which, which definitely helped in the beginning, and I was doing my own treatment with the tools that I, I had. Um, but they weren't quite cutting the mustard after a couple of months. Like, I was able to go to work, I could live my life, but I was still having Episodes of pain still waking up during the night multiple times mm. um, Lots of things we hear clients say, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, and so it gave me that real kind of user experience of um, of what it's like to see a physio and um, get treatment yeah. and and then where where it stopped helping so the the limitations it had and then that's where I really dove more into exercise and movement and and some other modalities as well, to try and find those solutions to the limitations that I was, I was facing, and, and things like gymnastics, and dance, and yoga, meditation, weightlifting. Lots of different things that had lots of good stuff in them, but not everything in all those disciplines is good, and I'd take bits and pieces, and, and then 12 months after that injury, I was completely pain free. Uh, more, uh, more capable, more resilient mm-hmm. than, from a physical point of view, anyway, than I had been um, pre-injury, and so that's kind of when I got to this point when I then met you, and I was saying, look, like I I see a bigger picture for how physio and healthcare can be delivered in Newcastle, um, and where I'm currently at the the environment there, like just even from a physical point of view. I couldn't use all of these tools and modalities mm. that I kind of discovered that that seemed to be helping patients because I was using them or trying to use them already, and um, and obviously, like you said, you were a salt trader at that point, point. Mm. Um, and then we started bouncing some ideas around. So maybe um, maybe let's get your perspective on yeah. those next couple of months or something. Yeah,
1: absolutely. And I think it was because um, we started bouncing ideas and we really had that common interest in like exercise is amazing and being totally underutilized in this space. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I mentioned like on that, that first date that we went on <laughs> <laughs> um, that like, you know, exercise like is magic. Yeah. And I have this big hair audacious goal of having Newcastle being Newcastle's fittest, healthiest, happiest city and really incorporating exercise into that. Um, and from there, you and I were talking about well, how do we help people to really embrace this idea of exercise, movement, just moving your body, and not relying on passive treatments? is actually far more powerful than what anyone's really giving it credit. Yep. Um, and I'd I'd started some business coaching at this point. I started like feeding things through, like the, here's the book that I'm reading, and here's this like spreadsheet they've given me, and here's this thing that we're we're working on at the moment. And I think just in having you so interested in but like you were like, oh, I want to do this thing because I don't have again, I don't have the resources where I'm currently working, I'll yep. actually go and do this myself. Yeah,
0: I had to had to create my environment to, yeah. to provide the service that I envisaged Absolutely. Um, to, to be of most benefit.
1: Yeah, so when I was competing with you with all these these things, I'm like, this is what you do, this is how we do it, we just kind of naturally fell into doing it together because we had each other to talk about these bigger, grander ideas, and when you would say like X, Y, and Z, and I'm like, oh yeah, and this as well, and we just kind of start bouncing and growing and creating this this vision of what what it could be if we did this together instead of yeah. if we did it on, on our own. And um, one of the things I do remember saying to you was like, well, we could do this as like a physio, an EP, and have kind of similar business in Newcastle and just end up being competition, or yep. if we do it together, it's not one plus one equals two, it's one plus one equals a million, yeah. maybe.
0: Um, it's not quite annoying. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. One day working. Yeah, um, small small business life. <laughs> but I suppose
1: that, that's where I remember it being yeah. really starting off. And um, because I had started the sole trading path, I think even that may have just been like, oh, there was the opportunity there for you to come and work where I was working and start doing the. The things to work towards this goal that is in our transcend health and yeah i know was there anything
0: different no it was very very similar like uh i had that interest in in business and creating a business for exactly those reasons that you just said and um and yeah definitely that conversation that we had where it was about well you know we we could have separate businesses and you know refer across to each other and that kind of stuff and it just wasn't wasn't quite as cohesive and, and all-encompassing service that I think we we now offer, right? And, and that's what you mean by one plus one doesn't equal two; it equals uh, whatever it ends up being when um, yeah. when we all combine combine forces. Um, so yeah, that was that was huge. And I, I would, I'd start at the business coaching a couple months after you, after you'd kind of fed me a little bit of that info, and we'd begun that still as separate entities. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it was probably only a month or two into that coaching where they yeah. were also like, I think, well, just just go together, just go together. <laughs> um, <laughs> and yeah. and that's what happened. And then we we rented some space from um, Mick Rand at Total Performance Centre. Yeah, yeah still
1: the there, mates. still still going strong. Good yeah,
0: to see, but uh... Mick's a good guy if anyone knows him. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, and and so I was doing a couple of hours, a couple of mornings a week, um, using a little consult massage room that he's got there, he still does massage, um, and, and you were using the, the gym space, yep. and then we had classes running outdoors, yes. right? What do you, I think back on those days, right, and, and they're kind of like a smile, like they're kind of yeah. fun to think about now and see where we've come from, Yeah, but I don't think that they were like that at the time, yeah. what, what are your thoughts? Oh um, my
1: thought, like I look back at that time and I remember um, being really quite lonely. Like I remember, cause I'd go and I'd work in the gym for client, like face to face, and then I'd go home to work. And this is where I'm like, I probably, like I, people hear me saying so much, like I don't work from home, like this is what I don't do. I come to work to work. Um, but I remember just how lonely it was being at home and how much I really loved having like having the team, like having the mini team environment. So I, I do remember looking back at that point and I was like, yeah, it was exciting and there was lots of energy and yeah. we were working on something bigger and then it just ended up being this, like, yeah, it's a bit like, it feels like another life almost. Like, oh yeah, that's right, we did that.
0: Yeah.
1: But yeah, it's this kind of, it was this fun and almost magical time of just like there was so much energy. It was just like, yeah, anything's possible. Yeah. We do this and we try it out and we had these big ideas and, um. I think just having that congruency, that connection with another person, that really sparks. Like when you've got those sparks, just it ignites a fire. And yeah, definitely. I mean, yeah. it was really a short time between when we met, yeah, to when we became a business. So it was like July to January. January. Yeah. And then the next July, we'd actually opened this place.
0: Yeah, the the physical premises that is transcend. Now, if um if anyone knows Newcastle, the the main road, kind of running east to west, we're smack bang in the middle of it, um, right next to kind of Creme of Coffee and Freddie's Fishing World and, and all of that. And yeah, that was a that was a big step as well, right? Like sure. signing leases, signing shareholders agreements between sure. us, like big learning curves, yeah. um, <laughs> and, and 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 scary, like scary exciting times from yeah. my. There's significance
1: to it, of like, oh yeah, this is like the the moment of like the line of demarcation. There's no turning back after this. Yeah, there always is, but you kind of feel like it's quite more, a bit
0: more significant <laughs> than that at the time. Exactly. Eh. Uh, exactly. Um. So now that we we've established uh, and done all that, and you said something about even early on when it was just us two about the team cohesiveness. Mm-hmm maybe let's fast forward the last, what has it been, four years now almost? Or yeah, something it was like coming
1: up. four years in January as, as a business. As a business,
0: and, yeah. yeah. And yeah, and almost four years in this premises now, yeah. um, you know, in a month or two. Um, kind of fast forward where we are now, we obviously have a team. Yeah. Um, uh, do you want to speak about them at all? Well, I I'm love sure. them, they're, they're amazing. <laughs> they're the best team in the world.
1: No they are great but it's um, I, I suppose as a kid I didn't play a lot of team sports I played soccer at high school which is girls soccer is not really soccer it's more like let's get out on the field be bitches to each other not really like didn't really play as a team there was lots of exclusion within the team um, and particularly the high school team I don't have particular. I played soccer it was kind of more about the social thing for me but the team here and What really strikes me every day when I think about it is when people say, like, oh, yeah, everyone on the team has different strengths and don't do each other's job. It's like, whenever anyone has tried to do the other person's job, they've just failed miserably. And I really love that about the team is that whenever we've got something going on, and regardless of the frustrations or the stresses or anything else that's going on, we know that, right, oh, I know if I need X, Y, and Z done, I can take it to that person, or if I need, like, Help with deadlifting cues. Like, I'm going to go to Ollie. If I need handstand drills, I'm going to go to Luke. And yeah. like, there is just such amazing uh, cohesiveness in that, just respect for each other's skill set and differences. Mm-hmm. That, that I, just yeah. having the right puzzle pieces to bring the greater picture together is just, it's really amazing. I really, yeah, get so much.
0: Leisure out of having the team around. Yeah, and now I I think it's it's, it is back to that thing that you said before, where it's one plus one, and now it's equals whatever. Mm -hmm. Well, now it's one plus one plus one plus one plus one, like six. Okay. Yeah. And um, and yeah, like Janelle and Sarah obviously are on admin, and and we need them to do the accounting and the helps with marketing and and help with like greeting people and relationships and and all of this. Yeah. Um, because we're at a stage now where to have the impact of making Newcastle the healthiest, happiest place. Um, yeah it's it's not possible with just two people. Oh. And, and in all honesty the business would, would need to be a lot bigger to, to fully reach that, but we're kind of stepping our way there, right? Absolutely. Um and, and I think that that team that we've got there, that, that let's call it the insular team or the, the mm. transcend staff team. Yeah. It, it is really a, a very cohesive unit um, nowadays and it, it also feeds out into the, the people that we help, right? So yeah. our members uh, who do uh, their personalised um, programs in our small group setting, yeah. also uh, then influencing their friends, they're becoming friends with each other, which then further influences, and it's this kind of exponential, um, I guess, health, good health habits uh, kind of starting to form. Absolutely. Yeah, look at
1: it. And how, how great is it when you look at, like, some of our members, they get together on the weekend, they go for walks, or they, mm. like, you know, they'll come in and they'll do their program, and they'll just, like, turn over to the next person, and be like, oh, yeah, do you want to go do this, or see this movie, yeah.
0: Yeah <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So
1: if, if they weren't coming here, if this place didn't exist, but then that friendship wouldn't be yeah. here as it is. It was just like, oh man, we, we had that impact. We brought something that's enriching and not not just something that's exercise, but something yeah. so much greater and in that I, connection community.
0: And I'd even go as far to say, well it's not even just exercise, right? It's I I don't know of too many others, um, especially not around Newcastle, have like clinics, right, that Mm. do this. So usually you go to a a clinical setting, like the doctor, or um, a physio, physio or even Mm. an EP. um, And it's me with my problem being there, um, and there's no kind of connection amongst the group, which is something that's that's really cool, and, and I'm really proud of, and I think it's really,
1: Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the camera just made a funny noise. Yeah. I'm wondering
0: what's happening. <laughs> um. But yeah, that might be that might be a good place uh, to leave this episode.
1: Yeah. I so suppose watch this space. Transcend in 2020. Like what's going to happen and where we go to from here? But yeah, I'm quite optimistic.
0: Yeah. Nice. All right. Well, view- um, not viewers, not viewers, listeners. Viewers <laughs> <laughs> That's us for today. You'll uh, you'll hear Jackie um, on future episodes as well. Um, The whole team's kind of getting involved with the podcast now, so um, it's good bit of fun. Really looking looking forward to it. Bye for now. Thanks for listening.